Hello, and welcome to Comp. Hello. Hello, Lucy. Hi. It's a sad week, I guess. I mean, uh, you're, in, you're one of the most anticipated films of your uh, of this year for you. Might not happen. Yeah. You're a big Western fan. Mm-hmm. You love those uh, cowboy shoot 'em up movies. I'm a big fan of um, that dead cinematographer, also. What? Well, wow! You just really, you really <laughs> went for it, huh? I was, just, I wasn't going to say the name of the film. I was just gonna. Wow! All right. I'm a big, I'm a big Strap fan. in, Lucy. Just loves the. Do you, do you know her? Her work? No, oh. that was a joke. I got to remember her name. <laughs> Woo! No, it look. I mean, Hollywood elite. What are you gonna do? <laughs> okay, that's that's way harsh. I'm trying life. to save you. <laughs> I'm trying to help. I'm trying to give you a life raft here, Lucy. That's so much worse. I know, but I mean, I'm I'm drawing the fire. Uh, no, it's a tragic thing. We hearts and prayers go out. Hearts and prayers. Well, what do you want? My my farts and and theirs? Is that what you want? You want you want you want my prayers to Satan? I want you to revenge kill Alec Baldwin. Wow. I mean, I really like Glengarry Glenn Ross. I mean, I really like it. It's one of my favorite films. So that's going to be made. That's a good point. Well, he's going to make it again. I sometimes fantasize about him like doing it as a play, but not like, not like a run on Broadway, but like, and not just for me. I mean, I'm not like, it's not like some weird fantasy where he comes to my apartment and just like does the, the speech for me as I'm like a fanboy, but I'm at like a classy, uh, upscale dinner party, not all celebrities, but some celebrities, some, uh, Men and women about town, jet setters, uh, some guys playing the piano, and they coax him into doing a Glengarry monologue after dinner. And it's just, it's all great fun. It feels like a, a, an episode from the later season of Mad Men. And, uh, and, 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 and you know, uh, are you at David the- Duchovny turns to me and goes, it's pretty good. <laughs> and I okay, say, so you are at this party. In the oh, fantasy. I'm. It's not a fantasy about this happening, <laughs> and you're not there. I would love that. I just, I'm writing a novella about a, a fictional party where Alec Baldwin is coaxed into doing a monologue of Glengarry. And that's all. But now it's not going to be realistic. Now if you read that novella, I mean, would you even buy that? Would you even believe that could happen? That he would be at some party with David Duchovny after what has transpired? Well, I think maybe well, I could see him... You can doubt whether or not he would be at the party, given what's transpired. But I think if he was at the party, it would be much easier to get him to do things. Oh, now a- that now that he's murdered someone. Oh my god! Well, first of all, I don't think he's murdered. Well, it looks possible, uh, but that's mur- don't forget murder involves intent, or at the very least, like a willful. Like if he knew it was loaded with a live round, or a slash fired. The, the gun at, you know, someone, when they weren't even part of the shot, maybe you can't murder. But, uh, you know. All I know is that he is directly responsible for the death of my favorite cinematographer and, uh, put and that, a human woman. Put that coffee down, though. <laughs> right? I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> but, yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe we can get him to come on the podcast. And, uh, and we're not going to bring it up. 
if he comes. All right, I'm re- we have pack. to bring it up if he comes. Why are we? What, we're going to be the, the sleuths. We're going to be the gumshoes who get him to crack if he, if he has to crack. First of all, he might not have done, very well. Might have nothing to crack about. It's a tragedy. Who knows why it transpired? You know why? Why this live round? If it was that, was in the gun. But you, I mean, do you, look. Do I think if anyone could get it out of him, it's us? Maybe. But you know. I Maybe. think we could, but, oh, but who, you, are we doing this? Is this the is the idea that we're going to bring him on the podcast and then you're going to ask him to do the monologue? Well, before earlier in the show, okay. <laughs> I mean, we're not going to lead with the other thing, right? I mean, yeah, you, know, you, you make it seem it's like that Stephen Merchant interview, not Stephen Merchant, Jesse, uh, the guy from Peep Show, with the with the with the with the journalist, yeah, and there is a fluff piece for an hour, and then the journalist comes on and goes like. Oh, by the way, in the last five minutes, he goes, by the way, uh, you said this thing about tra- trans kids years ago, and I have two trans kids. And it was just very much like, he does, and that's how you do it. You, you just you, you ambush him at the end after you have his, like, good connection with you, Alec Baldwin. You want to Columbo him. Just one more thing. Sure, right? yeah. Yeah, one more, one more thing. Well, that's actually smart, because then we, we get, here's the thing. We get him into that character, that kind of heartless uh, character right. from Glenn Gary Glenn Ross. Yes, and then maybe when he's in character, he gives he, me a hug. <laughs> no, not kiss. I was thinking he could confess, but sure, maybe also he gives you a hug. Oh, he gives he. It's one of those confessions, of like, yeah, I did it because I'm a winner. Yeah, I mean, look, he he's probably a character actor, so maybe like the, you know that that's who, what he's going to occupy when we when we put him on the spot. He's going to occupy that strong man from Gary Gunn Ross mm. who carried literally brass balls in his briefcase. He needs those right now when we're interrogating them. <laughs> All right? So, I don't know. I, 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 we, do we have a producer, like a, like a, like a talent booker? <laughs> no way. We, no. we don't have one. We're going to get one. because so, We need someone on this. Yeah. We need Alec Baldwin. And we're not going to bring it. Tell him we're not going to bring it up. We, you know, <laughs> don't, don't leave. Why would you tell him that? He's going to assume for the rest of his life that everyone's going to ask him about it. So don't tell him. Just lie. Right. You know, he's, he's, he knows when you say we're not going to bring it up that you're going to bring it up. But you don't have to say it. You, don't, you can just lie to the man. That's true. Who is our talent booker going to be? Um, is he, does, he, does he have a home? <laughs> or is he a homeless man? Because... <laughs> I don't, look, a I mean, homeless man might work because then it's... Someone who's preferably, like maybe someone who's homeless outside 30 Rock. Someone who can play on the hard strings. Yeah. Of but, uh, these guilty, rich celebrities. Some guy who, you know, who used to sit outside Rockefeller Center every day and Baldwin probably gave him a couple bucks because he's a good guy. Right. And then, and then you go, and hey, he remember me? Because they, they know that they based a character on him that wasn't flattering. Which character? Jack Donaghy? I mean, I, I don't know. Just some random Everyone character. likes that character. <laughs> He's a fun character. No, I mean the homeless guy. Oh, <laughs> the gag character. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he. Yeah, yeah, whatever. But but we're gonna give this guy a job. We're gonna employ this man for a bit, not a bit, like for a while. Yeah, it's not gonna be a full time. I'm not giving them like dental benefits, <laughs> but you know, we're gonna we need an in with Alec Baldwin, and we're helping the homeless. Right. This is all good. We're we're, ch- we're charitable people. Very excited, um, but it I, I would it's a but it is a rough week not just because of Alec Baldwin um, and and your love of Western films. Uh, one of your personal heroes, I believe. Uh, dare I say your greatest hero, Colin Powell. 
<laughs> has true. died. Yeah. I mean, he was a, what was he? He was a, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. He was the National Security Advisor at one point. He was the Secretary of State, most famously probably, the Secretary <laughs> of State. Uh, was that his most prestigious position, you think? Probably, yeah. Was it his most, uh, well, what's even the term you'd use? Well-received. Well, well-received or well, like, is he, is he going to be remembered fondly for that role? <laughs> Perhaps not. Maybe not. I mean, he famously went in front of the UN in the build-up to the Iraq war and started telling him about how, look, I, I've been to Saddam's house. We watched porno together. I know this guy has these weapons. Trust me. I hang out with his kids. Uday, Kusei. I got him on, on, on speed dial because it's back before iPhones and stuff. Mm. He literally had him on speed. He's telling, you know, who, who was in the Congress back then? We go bride raping together. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, look, I, it's a very touchy thing, this guy, Colin Powell. Mm. I mean, everyone's talking about his, like, oh, up, up until that point, it was a black mark on his, which don't say black mark. You know, he's a guy, he's first black, you know, chairman of the Joint Chiefs, first black secretary of state. Don't say black mark, whatever. Isn't it, isn't it a red mark? No, no, it's, it is a black People, mark. People, it's a term, but, you know, be, 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 you know, be on the ball here. Don't say those things in the articles. <laughs> uh, but, you know, like, they're saying it's a black mark on his, on his otherwise prestigious career, which is like, yeah, that's true. But, like, who gets the job of secretary of state who has a huge black mark on their career? Or, or general, who who becomes like chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff? Who like, yeah, sometimes gets drunk at the mall <laughs> and like gets arrested. No, right? I mean, these guys all like by virtue. You, when someone like screws up at like the highest level, you can't bring up like how qualified they. Everyone's qualified. They, they, they've gone through Senate confirmation, right? Yeah. So I, it bugs that bugs me. But he was a good guy. He was a. Uh, Probably a good soldier. I mean, he worked under Reagan. I don't know what he did. I think he was in Grenada. Uh, was that a good war? I, I don't know that that was good either. Well, I mean, I, you hear like it seemed like he was a good soldier. Uh, you know, as much as any, did he actually see combat? I think he might have been in Vietnam. I <laughs> mean, look, I'm in a swift, I'm in a swift boat. I'm here. <laughs> I don't know of anyone who, who who's in the you know. Look, you can get a field commission and like, you know and be in the war. Mm-hmm. And become a lieutenant and an officer, having started out as, as an infantry guy. I don't know that anyone who's the chairman of the Joint Chiefs, though. They were all going to ROTC at Yale or whatever, probably. And I'm making this. I mean, don't 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 <laughs> correct me, whatever. But like, I like, but for all we know, he could have been the guy, and you know, with, with the with the with the tube, mm. and 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 the and the thing comes out the mortar. He could be the mortar guy in the platoon. We don't know. We don't know. I mean, I, I, we're not like like some people, like Charlie Sheen in Platoon. He could get mad at the officers and go, ah, let's frag the lieutenant. We're not in a position to judge whether or not he was a, you know, a grunt or, you know, or if he was just telling guys what to do. Like, you know, you're still in the jungle. I disagree. I think we're the perfect people to judge this. I've I, never been to the jungle. <laughs> I mean, it's I, I don't like bugs. Yeah. I get very humid. Anyway. The point is, uh, I don't know what. What do you, what do you remember about Colin Powell? I mean, other than the Bush years, nothing. You, I you, mean, I, you, I, you buy my point is you buy his story that he was hoodwinked by the Bushes and the Cheneys. 
That he that's his, that's his stance basically. I don't know if he ever publicly said that, but I've read plenty. Like, a plenty of articles have said that like, Powell was privately like furious when it was going on because right. like, they left him out to dry. Which just see, I mean, like the kind of stuff they were bringing up, and they found nothing. I mean, this is like saying, like, hey, you get a bunch of guys together, like, hey, we're gonna go fucking. I got this party for us to go to. There's gonna be Australian women. We're gonna have imported beer. We have a lot of cheese. It's gonna be great. And you show up, and it's just it's a Denny's, mm. and there's a fat, one fat girl, one fat guy, and they're dating, and there's no one else, and 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 and. You, and and like, but he, I thought they'd be here. It's not. It's naivete is my point. Like you know, it's how do you have that much detail and it's all wrong? So is is the story that he was furious behind the scenes because he knew it was a scam, or was the idea that he really thought this was real and then they and then they got there and it wasn't? Yeah, I don't. I don't. No, no. He he. According to you know his uh, private rage, he uh, thought it was uh, real. He thought the yellow cake was real, I guess, and the. And, and and the moving uh, remember he had the charts with the these are the moving trucks that they have the the uh, the gas or whatever in mm, right and then finally, I can't believe how is this guy like, I've said this for years now I said it at the time like a month in when we haven't found anything yet I'm like leave well, it they better just fake it right I mean yeah. they were because they, they were so everyone was like really weapons and they were like trust us Colin Powell's like look at me. I served in Grenada. Why would I, how could I lie to you? <laughs> uh, and yeah, you know, and, and, and the, the level of like what they hinged on it and no one just, I, I you, you pay me, pay me a thousand bucks. I'll show up with some VX gas and, I, and I'll, I'll bury it in the sand. And go, I found no one even tried to fake it. Mm. I can't believe. Yeah, that is weird. I mean, didn't they kind of try to do it later? I don't. Like, after people were already sick of it, like the, I, I remember think, seeing something in the New York Times where it was like these may have been met weapons of mass destruction. Well, sure, and yeah, it, like like it was like three years later, and they found, it was like years later, and they found like a school <laughs> an abandoned school bus, and it's like hey, maybe there was something in there at one point. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> Looks pretty spooky. I bet you could fit a bunch of anthrax in there if you really <laughs> wanted to. A lot of space. <laughs> uh so I don't know, but I, look, I, I feel bad. You know, he died COVID complications. Um, he should be remembered. But I mean, I would like. Should I go? How, to his, how well do you want him remembered? Should I? You, you, I wanna, you, you want a Colin Powell day? I want to go to his funeral. <laughs> Can I go to his private funeral? <laughs> I think it already happened. But Fuck. I wanted to do like the dread. Well, like, I wanted actually, to, that's a good point. They didn't have like a public funeral for him. I guess well, they don't get those. Secretaries of state don't get those. What right? do you mean, like like a, like a presidential funeral? <laughs> where, they, where, they, where they have a horse and they pull his casket? No, that's not they don't do that for every secretary of state. Um, that'd be great. I mean, imagine we just be like you're the commerce secretary, yeah, and it's just like you get you and your dumb corpse is being carried by a <laughs> horse. I would love. I mean, I would totally go in the government for that. I would just love to have a horse carry my body anywhere. Mm. Bring, bring it to bring it to Denny's. Yeah, that'll be a party. Uh, yeah, but I, I would like to go on the funeral. I, I wanted to dress up, but what's the term for it? stolen valor? <laughs> I wanted to do stolen valor as funeral. Okay, I thought that'd be nice. But like, <laughs> as a respect, I mean, I'm calling it stolen. I wouldn't say it to his wife. I wouldn't say, "Hey, I'm doing stolen valor." But like, I'm telling you, it was like shorthand. But I, but like, I would say to her, "Hey, by the way, I'm not really in the military." I wanted to do something nice for your husband. <laughs> how, how 
is that nice for Colin Powell? Because the military is probably look. He has he has a stain on his record, right? He got duped at the Iraq War. The good years was when he was in Grenada, and he was a uh, and he was telling Reagan, you know. How to fight the drug war? Maybe I don't, I don't know what he did. Yeah, but he's probably going to have you know you know military honors at his funeral. There's oh no gonna... doubt. Oh, of yeah. course. He was, a, he, was a general, he was a chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff. <laughs> right. I would imagine that he would have you know. I've been to some few military funerals where uh, they don't even they don't have the like the, you know twenty one gun salute. Yeah, but it's like three guys. I mean, is that always the case? I mean, does, does, do they ever have just twenty one guys and just shoot once? I feel like he should get that. Yeah. Because usually it's like three guys and they shoot seven times. Would you want to be uh, in your stolen val- Valor outfit? Yeah. Would you want to be part of the 21 gun Oh, I mean, that'd be such an honor. Yeah. I mean, could I bring my own a gun? <laughs> <laughs> should I have a handgun? <laughs> <laughs> Just a gun from Rust. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it, I haven't thought about him for years, but... Uh, he, he, he was one of our better uh, disgraced generals. <laughs> and uh, look, the Iraq, how many people died in the Iraq war? Like a couple thousand? <laughs> it's fine. Uh, yeah, I think that's It's good. a long time ago now. Yeah, but now. What did he do in retirement? Was he one of those guys? Did he have a painting? He was hanging around. Hobby? The, probably hanging around the mall. <laughs> um, just, they like talking to young people. Just made him right. feel, feel young. Mm. Trying to get them to join the military. <laughs> He was hang- so he was, he was just a recruiter? He was hanging out at Zoom. He wasn't recruiting per se, but he would hang out like Zoomies and Journeys and all these weird like, you know, uh, emo skateboardy kind of, but not mm-hmm. real skateboarders, I don't think. Just That's like, a good spot because the kids yeah. there, they're filled with angst. They're filled with, you know, rage that can be channeled into the military. Yeah, but he was he would pull the grandfatherly thing. He'd be like, he would just like, kind of put his hand, and not in any creepy way, but like there'd be some <laughs> weird kid with like, you know, with dyed roots or whatever you call it. And he's, you know, a little twinky skateboarder kid. And he's like, he puts his hand on his hand and goes, you know what would really make you, uh, be, you know, <laughs> ra- ra- radical, radical half-pipe guy? You know what make you a radical skateboarder is just being part of this military and you have to go to Grenada <laughs> and you just do whatever you want. No, no one really knows where it is, you know, in America. So, like, you, you tell them, you tell the Congress when you come back, you know, oh, we, like, did peacekeeping. And you were just, you know, hanging out, you know, with a bunch of, Australian women, just, you know, having an orgy, whatever, and killing whoever you want. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, he's, uh, he, wait, we, what are you going to tell him? Oh, boot camp's really fun. <laughs> That's not how you recruit kids. That's true, yeah. Are we still in Grenada as a, as a, as a country? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, probably. They probably have a little presence there. I don't, is, where is Grenada? It's in South America, right? Um, is it? Sorry, I don't know. sorry, Grenada. We, we don't mean to. I'm too. I'm too dumb. No, I'm. I'm dumber. Uh, so R.I.P. Colin Powell. I guess. Um, R.I.P. Anyway. Uh, yes. Sorry. Never mind. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> um, I guess we'll do the bat. Get the Batman out of the way. This, this is a nice ago. Batman. This is. Thank you. This is uh. This is a Batman from a story I haven't read yet. Um, this is from, or maybe I have, uh, no, this is not, this is from Dark Knight, Dark Knight's Death Metal. Now, I've read Dark Knight's Metal, but this is Death Metal, where they really amp up the allusions to heavy metal music, mm. which I know you love. Um, now, 
He doesn't have a cape in this one. He doesn't. He has this weird. I mean, he basically looks like a Grim Reaper with his sickle. So I, he, I, I don't call him Dark, you know, Death Metal Batman or whatever. Uh, my private joke to myself, or just, you know, my reality I want to live in is that he is Obamacare Death Panel Batman. <laughs> so if you have to have a knee surgery, you know, he Batman comes and looks at your knee and decides if we should, you know, hit you with a sickle instead. Right. Yeah. You know. Oh that, wow! Because that was that was a thing, right? People yeah, are very and afraid the elderly, of the elderly. He'll, he'll probably be decapitating a lot of the elderly. Imagine, like, I mean, how much better of a country? No, look, no one wants that to happen. <laughs> but I mean, if that really, if like, the level because the, the narratives in this country are all they're all crazy, but they're also like all just so dumb, like QAnon and all the horse shit. Uh, but imagine if that one was true, that like a guy like Batman would show up at your grandpa, grandpa's bed in the hospital <laughs> and decide if he has to get if he gets like a kidney transplant and if not he slits his throat. See, this is what the death panel idea was missing. Yeah. It's like I think you need he, does, he can't come to their houses. I think it needs to be a public display. It, it needs it's a, yeah. it's a public purging. They should just do it at the gallows. It could be a source of entertainment. I mean, what, what do you call that platform? I mean, the gallows is where you hang people, but he's going to um I mean, what is, what is, what is that? Because you're not beheading necessarily with a sickle, right? Right. How does a Grim Reaper kill me? Is he just kind of, or is he just point with a sickle? I mean, yeah, how do you kill with a sickle? I mean, maybe you impale. Hit him in the ass. <laughs> right? I mean, that, and you, and you, and you, you go up. Yeah. Look, if anything that goes into the ass and up, probably you know, it's going to do some damage. That's like a, that's the first thing they teach you in the military. <laughs> Right after, yeah, right before Grenada, you, know, you, you learn that. Like, right. just like, oh, should I go to boot camp? The zoomies, they're asking Colin Powell, like, this kid, like, should I go to boot camp? Nah, just stick something in the guy's ass and go up. <laughs> well, anyway, let's get a beer. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I, how false was the death panel thing? Was there some version <laughs> I, of the death panel? I, no, I don't think so. I think it was completely So how do they decide false. who dies? <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, like, you know, if you're having any kind of insurance company, like, someone's got to decide who lives and dies, right? Is it just some egghead? What, what do you mean? Like, who, like, oh, like, you know, does, does, my grandma has uh, cancer. Do we, do we put her down or not? <laughs> like, is it just I don't think the- anyone gets put. I think some people can't afford, can't afford treatment, and they get put down in a way. But, right, but, but I don't think anyone's sitting around saying that's that's put some people down. Either no, we have that, to put that, fifty people down today. They wouldn't use that word, probably. <laughs> they would say, uh, you know, um, administered. I administered. That's that's not great. What's what's a better word? I uh, I facilitated uh, fifty um, patients. <laughs> Not facility. What's a good word? I, uh, I fil- just say I, I blew. Maybe you may mislead people. I filleted fifty patients. <laughs> and, you go, and you go, this nurse is crazy, mm. but she's really killing them with Batman. Right. Anyway, I don't know. So no one's. I mean, someone's deciding. The insurance company. Someone's deciding who dies. That's true. I mean, no, you know, that, that is true. In it's, a way. And it's just some egghead. It's just some like weird pencil neck guy who like probably like you know online dates too much. And he, and, he, and he brags about eating, you know, sushi. Mm-hmm. It's like, we all eat sushi. It's not, it's not whatever. And like, you know, have you, ever, have you ever had ahi tuna? 
That's what he says to a woman on a first date. The guy who decides your grandma lives or dies. And when you ask him what he does, he says, he says I'm in medicine. I help people. Yeah. Right. I help people. Mm. Uh, he, 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 he writes, he draws a little, uh, little Ghostbuster symbol over your grandma's uh, heart <laughs> and says, no more. <laughs> no life. Yeah. You got to always be wary of anyone who says they help people for a living. No one helps people yeah. for a living. You know who helps people for a living? Colin Powell in <laughs> retirement at Zoomies. <laughs> Is helping young people, uh, you know, realize their warrior side. Become an army of one. Become an yeah. army of fun with Colin <laughs> Powell. Uh, I would love to get a beer with him and Alec Baldwin. That would have been great. That's not going to happen anymore. Because uh, I, I picture I picture Alec Baldwin saying, I don't want to do it. And then and Colin Powell pulling a sidearm out and going, I'm the goddamn ex-chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, and you're going to do a little play for me. <laughs> And then but he puts the gun in his own mouth. Um, anyway, so that's Batman. Death panel Batman. Uh, did you want to play with him like you usually do? You can play for a little bit. Um, which brings up to our, yeah. He's like, he's like, he's carrying the stork for little babies. Yeah. He's a, he's a stork Batman, alternatively. Which brings us to our next topic. Mm. It's a big topic in a, in a few different ways this week. A lot of people are talking about paid parental leave in various forms, I guess. Mm. Now, that's when you have a kid, and, and it's, not you, it's not you taking a sick day to give birth. It's the time after, right? It's the time when you have a little baby, and he's outside your body now, yeah. and you've pushed him out, and it's your time for a you. Maybe a mother, maybe a father, maybe whatever. It's very important to be inclusive with the language. You know, uh, I, I'm reading, you know, whatever. Mm. Don't, don't, don't look at me. Don't side on me. But mo- a lot of times mothers. A lot of times mothers. And uh, you get what? You get six weeks. Months? Or a three, couple, couple of months to get to know. To get to know this baby. thing, this idea that you had <laughs> about nine months ago. Now, what is your, before we get into the media, what is your uh, position on on family leave? Do you think it's a remote? I, look, I think it's good. I think men should get some time to spend with their baby. Right. I, you know, I don't think you could. You could like Pete Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg and his husband both adopted two babies, and people are giving them crap because he's, uh, they're taking some time to bond with the kid. Do you think that's fine? Who wants Pete Buttigieg back so quickly? I, I, I don't know what the hell he does for a little, I mean, what does the tra- transportation secretary do? I don't know. But you, you're fine with this. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. fine with it, too. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not putting you on the spot here. I'm just asking. Well, you want to just leave the ba- two babies on the street to figure it out? Somebody's got to watch them, right? Well, I mean, I, I, the, man, the man of means. I mean, they, they probably wouldn't leave them. In the street, per se. I mean, yeah, but you don't just want to adopt a kid and then leave it to its own devices. You got to, you got to, uh, you got to make it part of the Buttigieg identity, the family identity. I mean, I, I you, could never trust that kid. I mean, that <laughs> parental leave would have to be eighteen years because I would never leave that kid alone in my house. Adopted kids, yeah. crazy. <laughs> you don't know, you know what their agenda is, right? Uh, maybe he just, you know, maybe this is like a. Uh, 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 from his point of view, a GOP, uh, you know, guy, this kid, he's a GOP kid. Mm. He's a, he's a, what do you call him? What do you call? What do you call that? Republican. Yeah, but I mean, like yeah. he's like a plant. 
Oh, oh, yeah. Anyway. Imagine and he's, a, he's, he's, he's coming up with material so that later he can write a tell-all oh, about, that, a, about what bad gay dads he had. Oh, imagine the long and, game on that. And run as a conservative. The, I mean, so you, arguably, Buttigieg pulled the same shit with his Marxist dad or whatever. What? What are you talking about? <laughs> his dad was a Marxist. Okay. And he, and he, and he complained about and it? And he went all, uh, he went all lib on him. What, lib, what does that mean? I mean, I don't know that he... I guess he didn't uh, denounce his father or anything. Libs don't like Marxists? Uh, not to my knowledge, no. Oh, okay. Oh, Libs were Marxist. <laughs> well, I mean, there's further to the left. He, Buttigieg is like a centrist or whatever. Oh, right. Yeah, he's a CIA plant. Who cares? Yeah, he's he disgusting. Works with, he works for the agency. <laughs> Point, look, I, I, it's fine. I, I don't care. Yeah. Uh, he's just an example. They're very people give. Wait, him so wh- why do people have a problem with this? They're what do you know? Your, your pussy's not ripped in half. The people saying stuff like that. Uh, maybe not those words, but that's how I. What you know, gross! I assume they're women. What gross women are saying those? Uh, I think it's a lot of men. But you know, they're saying you know they're, they're saying stuff more like you don't have to heal. I'm, I added the the flavor, yeah. the embellishment. Because <laughs> uh, the part of it is you have to you you, you have when you push a baby out of of a the vagina, right? The vagina. That's how yeah. it works. Uh, it tears a lot, and uh, it takes a bruise. Sometimes it tears the, the vagina to the asshole right in half. Sure, yeah, that's true. So I mean, some of it's just the heel, and they're saying you don't have to heal, you don't have to milk these kids, uh, which I, 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 you don't have to watch your baby eat your shit, yeah, out of your asshole. Eat your own shit? What? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's was, it was callback. So, eating <laughs> shit. Remember what we were talking about before? Your, your oh, last situation? week you mean? Yeah. Yes, good call. You, you, you're the archivist of the show. Yeah, uh, I, I got concerned for a second. Um, I think it's fine. Then Meghan Markle is uh, out there, and she's uh, you know she's the what, the princess of uh, of San Fr- San Bernardino. <laughs> where is she? Where is she now? She's the Duchess of uh, of In Out Burger. Yeah. What, what? What? Is she part of the royal family? I don't know if they. I, I thought they weren't anymore, but apparently, maybe they still are. She's married to Prince Harry, whose mother was Princess Diana, and, and she was killed in a car crash. And they had a, a, a TV channel baby, right? That, they, they call him Archie. Well, we covered them a lot. Yeah. Uh, she wrote a letter to Pelosi and Schumer, the the, the people in the Congress, saying she advocates for maternal parent care, whatever they're called. Leave. It's a very, which I, uh, I don't know. What do you think about that endorsement? I'm, I'm, I'm a little taken aback there. I mean, it's like, it's just, it's gross. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's a, I can't think of a worse messenger. It's like, it's this. like, it's like, it's like, I don't need the queen of England chiming in on like, you know, how many days off, I, how many sick days I get. Right. You know, if I, if I want, if I get bronchitis, I got to ask the fucking, you know, the Prince of Monaco. <laughs> Leave, stay the fuck out of America. And then I'm reading this article, and, 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 and she's, oh, the tabloid, the British tabloids are going after Meghan Markle again. And, and this time, they're making, you know, for no reason, for making a baseless claim that she should stay out of American politics. For no reason. <laughs> yeah, because she's part of the British royal family. I don't care if she grew up in L.A. Right. Who gives a shit? She's a, I, you, you chose your side, and it was Britain, and then you left it. But you don't. We don't just take it back. We don't. And she's only writing it and getting the publicity because she's part of the royal family. It's right. Like nobody was going to listen to the you know the actress from from, from Fringe from that episode of Fringe. One episode of Fringe. <laughs> don't don't sell Fringe. She was from Suits, right? <laughs> I'm just saying. Why doesn't Meghan Markle uh, talk about you know how me getting you know 
I, I want my job to give me orthopedic work boots when I work at the butcher. Can Meghan Markle help me with that? Are you are you now the OSHA? Is she OSHA? Stay out of our business, <laughs> Meghan Markle. So did uh, Pelosi have a response to this? She probably had poached eggs with her and said, you know, she loves, she wants to donate to the Archie Well Foundation. Yeah. These people are all crooks. Whatever happened to, like, you know, fighting the British or keeping them off our turf? I I like British people, but, I mean, like, just stay. You come back. You've, now you're making Netflix docs and you're crying to Oprah. Just don't tell them. I, you, I don't care if uh, you, you're right. I, mean, I don't care if I agree with you. I don't want to hear from her. Um, she wouldn't well, even let her own dad look, go to her we funeral. Might, we might want to move to England at some point, so... We, I, hey, I want some influence. She's when not I get very there. popular in England. These are the one. The British are the ones that are going after her, these yeah. tabloids. No, that's true. No, yeah, you're right. This will probably make us more popular. This is this is this is our uh, love letter to, to Britain. Mm. This podcast. <laughs> you know who really burns my crumpets? <laughs> this Meghan Markle. Who she? Who she think? She's a real cunt in the British sense. Yeah, I can't do a British act. What's a British phrase? She really thinks she's the. The Thomas's English muffin. <laughs> she really, she really thinks she's the, she's the Beatles. The British, the British people like the Beatles. Um, well, no. Now that now they, they it's old to them now. I think it's old to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> we we got it like a week after they did. Still new to me. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I mean, do you do you think Harry's gonna? What do you think Harry does all day? Do you think he just plays Xbox? Yeah, what is he doing? I mean, did he pen this with her? Or is it just her going out on her own? I mean, yeah, look, I, I'm sure he, like, you know, she showed him the iPad. Look, look, honey. And he's, like, playing Call of Duty, calling some kids some <laughs> whatever weird colonial racist term they used in, yeah. the, in, in, in you know, but when you were occupying India back in the day. Yeah. The British. And, you know. Calling him a polywog or whatever. I don't know. Is that going to get banned? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> is that a real slur? I think mean, it probably was at some point. Yeah, maybe. Uh, and he's like, yeah, it's fine, babe. It's fine. And then, uh, what's our kid's name again? I forget. Oh, Archie Well. No, he's saying no. Yeah. No, no. Oh. <laughs> he's, that's, just, that's just something he's asking his wife. Oh. I don't care what his, I'm, it was a point to yeah. that. He doesn't know his own kid's name. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, anyway, but here's the thing. These people can all have their parental leave. You know, two men. A man and a woman. Um, you know, a man who's who's got a wife who's who's pussy's been torn apart in half, and he's gonna bond with the kid. They want to bond with the kid, right? That's fine. I say we give it to everyone, but I want it to, and I don't want to have a baby. <laughs> now, do you want what, what? Under what circumstances would you take it? I think everyone should get uh, once every three years. Maybe you average it out based on your on your on your workplace. Like the average amount of babies that get born in in a five year span, you get X amount of. Uh, but let's just say it resets every five years. Every five years, you get three months, and uh, you can just you know have leave and. Well, maybe it's the kind of thing where you can get you can get a you know bereavement time. If you're you know because I killed my kid's dead because <laughs> you because you can claim. You know, you could claim temporary infertility or permanent infertility, and you could just mourn your dysfunctional body. You know. Okay. Here's a more practical idea. What if everyone gets paid parental leave, but you can take it in advance? 
so I can take my leave now. And then when my kid comes, you know, just leave him to his own devices. <laughs> I like I don't need to bomb with the kid. It's, just, it's not right. that he's kind of a weird kid. He's, he's you know he's baby. So I'm going to be playing Xbox and smoking, you know, I don't know PCP with a a prostitute or you. <laughs> and uh, and then like when the kid comes, he'll just be like, you know, just leave him at a McDonald's Playland. <laughs> is that workable? That could work. Um, I mean, why is know. why don't we just what, what is what is it with childcare these days? Why do we need so much like money for? Why can't we just get like? The ratios these people have, you should have one trained person should be able to watch like 50 kids. I don't like, oh, it's, it's like a one to five ratio. You put him in a circle and then he's kind of like, you know, oh, it's milk time. And he's kind of go around. You, you want, you You're get milk. You're a place where people drop off their newborns to be nursed by one, one person. No, I don't, I don't mean like one breast. <laughs> like some, some poor woman's got like, you know. You drop I'm, off the kid, you drop off a big bag of milk, whatever you could squeeze out. Okay, so we're providing, I, I thought it was just random milk. But okay, you, we can, you can provide your own milk. And that gets complicated, though. Because yeah. then you do need, like, a, a one-to-five ratio or whatever. I'm talking well, about. So you get a sort of, like, a Postmates thing going where you get a, you get a big, uh, you know, bladder of milk out. And then the Postmates person comes by and, and drops it off at the Playland. Yeah, but I'm picturing this. Because this country's not getting any better, mm. all right? Can we stop pretending like we're, like we're already basically, everyone's like, forgive student loan debt, right? Okay, what does that mean? We're probably not going to have a bunch of kids going to college anymore if we do that. And either way, it's like it's not going to either go to college probably. Don't quote me on it, but maybe don't go to college, right? Because there's no jobs, right? And like everyone's $300,000 in debt. And uh, we're all going to be working minimum wage jobs. And it's going to be horrible. So how about we stop pretending like this kid's going to Yale, <laughs> All right, and we just have a giant vat of milk on the second floor, and you just have a funnel, and the uh, and, and it, like you know tubes come down, and you put in the kids, and everyone's drinking the same milk, mm. right? And it's just a bit industrial, like the Matrix, but with milk. <laughs> all right, and then when you need to hug a kid, you just get a bunch of. Uh, you give you give them like a like a, like a, like a doll, like like like, like a blow up doll, but like not a sex one. But we start making blow up dolls. Something that, that looks vaguely adult, like a, yeah, something that's bigger than the kid. Yeah, so. some like something that looks like Urkel from you know Family Matters, or yeah. whatever. Like some something kids like. I mean, I don't foresee any developmental issues and then falling you, out of that. And then you yell at the kids when they when you need to, you, you know, and you just fucking go, hey, hey, stop spitting. You have a milker, you have a hugger, you have a yeller. Yeah. And um, and then maybe a, an spitter? educator. Maybe a spitter. <laughs> a spitter Somebody just spits at the kids. <laughs> he, like, we don't do spanking, but we do spit. Now, he does, we've checked him for diseases. Uh, we, don't, we, we think he's fine. <laughs> we didn't actually get like, a blood test or anything, but you know, he says he's fine. And he, just, he'll, he says, if your kid starts crying, he'll spit on him. Mm. I mean, what would happen there? Would that, wouldn't that make these kids stronger? I mean, I think it would definitely make, give them more issues, but, uh, you know. What issues, I, though? Like, they're, they're not going to, like, you know, whine but about. here's the great thing. They'd all the type have, of cheese they get at Whole Foods. Here's the good thing. They'd all have issues with the same small group of adults. Yes, and then so, you go to the same thing. 
Yes. I think a lot of the time when trouble starts is when people's issues start clashing. This person has daddy issues. This person has mommy issues. Right. They're clashing. They don't understand each other. But this way, they can all go, oh, you were hurt by the spitter? I was hurt by the spitter. Yes. And, yes. The, and, we, and we follow the, like, this is your unit, right? <laughs> this is forced, by the way. You don't get to opt out of this now. I'm, I'm deciding that now. And, and like, it's, it's a child mill or, whatever, or, or kennel or whatever, like a dog. Because this is going to make healthcare possible. Because mm. now... Those people are going to be the people you're in therapy with. That's your group therapy. If you start hitting your wife, they're the ones in your group. If you start, you know, uh, drinking uh, too much, um, you know, uh, what, what's something people drink too much? Um, al- alcohol? <laughs> Whose lines it anyway? Yeah. <laughs> was improv? Alcohol! Uh, you know, you start doing heroin, whatever. I'm saying, right. like, I'm saying this is your group. You, you talk about killing yourself. Get the group together. Someone gets cancer. We all, someone's, you know, we, we play Russian roulette to give them a kidney. Mm. This is going to revolutionize Ch- child care, adult care. Rearing of children. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, the spitter, yeah, the spitter, the spitter is like, you know, like in the 1980s, the U.S. hockey team, right? Mm. Remember the, the miracle on ice? Right. Herb Brooks was a real prick because he had these guys from Boston College, I think it was, and the other one, I don't forget, Minnesota maybe. And they all hate your rivals. They hate each other. So he was the prick. He made them do all these crazy things and snap. And then they became. They, they all came together to hate him. Right. And that was his plan. Great coach. And he, they know this is what I'm doing. I got the spitter. The spitter is going to unite these kids. Now, do they at some point? Do the kids at some point get reunited with their parents? Uh, yeah. This is look. This, the, you go home every day. This is just. Uh, this is just like 14 hours of your day. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you don't sleep at, the, at this place. Right. It's, a, it's like the kind of place you go, but then you go home to whatever dumb bed you have. You know, you, your parents get to see you. I'm not kidnapping the kids. <laughs> but, you know, we're like, oh, we have to have help, you know, child care. What do you think your expensive thing is going to be doing? You don't think they're, they're spitting on the kids, but they're not doing it in a cohesive way. You're going to have some fucking you know, guy who claims he went to, like, Vassar, Right. And he's like, oh, I have, I have a degree in, in child psychology. And if that kid starts, you know, calling him, you know, old or, or saying he smells, he'll spit in the kids. These people all spit on kids. That's the problem. But they don't do it. But with our method, right. you have a common enemy. This is, this is, this is, a, you need, a, everyone needs a villain. And, 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 you know, the problem is a lot of kids, they have these bullies in their life. And then they whine about the bully. And the bullet, oh, uh, and they can't do anything about it, and they f- fixate on it for years. This is more of like a haunting phantom because he'll, he'll wear a mask. He'll be like that guy from Pulp Fiction. He'll have, he'll okay. Have, okay. Yeah. So yeah. like, it's not going to be someone he can like look on Facebook and go, "Oh, he's doing well." It's just he's he's wearing like a leather bondage mask, but a big hole's cut in his mouth, so you don't know who he is. So you don't have to like, oh, like he, he got married to a beautiful woman. He's got three kids, and I'm you know I'm not doing that well. He bullied. I thought I thought I would do well after being bullied. You know, people go through these things. Yeah. But that the spitter's not going to be doing well on Facebook. That's true. No, the spitter's not going to be showing barbecue pictures with his bondage mask on. I mean, he might you know have his own personal account. I can't tell not to. But in fact, we could require that the spitter be a, sort of a eunuch. You know. The, the, well, he, I they, mean, he exists in an isolated role in society. Look, um, look, here's the thing: we tell it to the parents, <laughs> and when I tell it to the spitter candidates, it's like, look, I do whatever. You, I just don't want to hear about it. I don't, don't. 
I don't want to find out. Hey, you date people, you know, you have a family, uh, you know, you have, you, you, you need to take off. You know, I don't let me hear any of it. If I find out that you're, you know, having sex with anyone, you're done. Right. right. Um, <laughs> like, what's, what's that? Like, you know, uh, see no evil here. That kind of thing. <laughs> and we, and we just get a spitter. Yeah. Uh, how many spitters do we need? I mean, maybe two per 50 kids. Yeah. Yes, and the, the, like, how like, are, we, are they spitting on schedule? You think? Well, I don't think it's it's. Well, I don't know. If we want it to just be regular spitting times. I think it's it, it's a response to misbehavior. Right, but also sometimes it's random because <laughs> you need that. It can't just be because you need the haunting element. If if he's only spitting on you when you did something wrong, then it's like it's, there's not going to be any psychological issue. And we don't want a ton of it. I'm not saying all day, every day, spit, spit, spit. But like you know. <laughs> Sometimes you gotta be like he's ma- the kid's making his bed, even though they don't sleep here. I said, but whatever. Or he's he's, he's organizing his toys in a very good way, and the right. and the spitter comes over, and goes, "Boo!" <laughs> <laughs> and like you know, and just for no reason. Yeah. And uh, the kid's just confused, and that's what makes him successful later on is that he has this deep, weird shame, so much confusion. But it's not the kid's not being molested. See, yeah. We're, we're replacing the molesting and the rape and the touching and the and and the, and the depriving of food and stuff with just spitting. It's it's a it's a cleaner thing, right? Not we're assuming it's cleaner. I don't again. I don't touch their blood, um, but you know, hopefully they're not spitting like you know hepatitis on these kids. Now, what if the kids rebel? I mean, rebel what what if they join forces and rebel against this sort of like a, I don't know. A, like Home Alone, we talking Quint- about? You know, eight eight couplet of adults who are watching after them and spitting on them. But I, mean, also I imagine, care of I, them. I imagine they would do what I would do. If a bunch of kids try, you know, to rebel. I mean, <laughs> to like physically rebel. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna sit here and go, "Hey, I'm gonna hit a bunch of kids." <laughs> but I mean, do you think like, a bunch of kids are like, who's the one gonna fight me or a bunch of kids? What do you think? It depends on how many kids. Fifty kids. Fit, well, we're not. Um, these aren't like. I mean, look. 50, 16-year-olds, maybe I couldn't take 50, 16-year-olds, maybe. Yeah. But what are these, like five years old? I think take 55-year-olds, sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. You probably could. I mean, they get spit on all the time. I mean, you, <laughs> no one's spitting on me. So <laughs> what, what, what are they going to do? Yeah, your self-esteem is up here. Yeah. Theirs is down here. I'll, I'll just fucking spit to my side, and, right. and they'll go, and they'll just start crying, shit themselves. <laughs> that's part of the gimmick, too. Now, I also part of this is also I have a, a team. If I ever want to do a heist, these kids grow up. And later, I, I send a spitter out uh, to, or, to to collect them. And it goes time to come back to the fold. We got we got we got a job to do. And now these kids are eighteen, and like you know, it's, it's and, and they come rob a bank with me or something, or uh, or kill you know, kidnap the pope. <laughs> you know, you, you, you need a bunch of people to kidnap a pope. If you kidnap the pope from the Vatican, you have to like be organized. And what you know, you need someone you know, a lot, a lot of people like you know, watching different you know corners. And, and, and like you know, spotters. Yeah, and, I mean that would be good for subduing fake priests. Subduing, you know, uh, re- rebellion too is, is is just knowing that you're going to be part of this elite force when you get older. Elite, that, yeah. That, that's a motivation. Oh yeah, tool. we're gonna, we're going tr- we're going to tell them that we're like we work for, you know, a, a secret government agency, <laughs> and that these are these are actually high level. But it's really just um, I'm running a little mafia. 
Right. Yeah. Um, I'm using these kids to like funnel drugs, you know. But I'm, I'm, not, I'm not putting the drugs in them. But, you know, we like to put them in the backpack. <laughs> what, what's what's going to happen? Yeah. Anyway. Uh, speaking of kids, do we. Halloween's coming up. And you, you're a big fan of Halloween, right? Love it. You enjoy the. Uh, the pomp, the circumstance. I mean, what's your what's your Halloween thing? The fancy dress. The fancy dress. I mean, do you, do you enjoy trick or treaters coming to the door? Is my I love trick or treaters coming. Little to the kids door. coming. To the one door. of the things that I regret, or one of the things that I don't love about living in the city in an apartment building is that you know you don't get kids coming well, to the door. That's why I'm bringing it up. Yes. So knowing how much you love, did I spill it on myself. <laughs> Uh, knowing how much you love Halloween and those little ho- spooky kids, mm. what do, do we can can we get some? I mean, I'm not, not in any weird way. <laughs> Again, this is not. I'm not. I, I, I feel like whatever you're about to say, it can only be a weird way that we do this. I know we just talking about the. But that's a separate thing. It's a business I run. <laughs> right. I'm not the spitters hanging out my house, or my apartment. You know, like, we're not watching the game together. Right. You know that, that guy. That guy. I, I have. I have a. You know. Uh, a, a limited liability company that the spinner is o- operates under. So he's not at my house mm. with the kids, with these kids. <laughs> Don't worry about it. But can we get kids somehow into a trick-or-treating situation? How does this work? And like, How can we get kids? How can we sort of funnel them to our door? Can we set up a candy station outside of our apartment on the street? Is that weird? If I'm dressed up like Colin Powell or... <laughs> Um, maybe Prince Harry, mm. and you're. What would you want to be this year? I, I, well, no, I can't be Meghan Markle. Actually, no, uh, <laughs> I can't be Colin I, Powell. I probably. Can, oh yeah, no, none of us work. Prince Harry and you, uh, Alec Baldwin. Whatever. I could be Kate Middleton. Uh, do you want? Okay, sure. I could. So uh, you, you could be Alec Baldwin. I could be Kate Middleton. I could. Be, I, I, uh, like Gary Glebo or Rust Alec Baldwin. Oh, like, Rust uh, Alec Baldwin for oh, okay. sure. That's gonna be. Uh, I just tell people I'm wider up. Now, we're outside the apartment. We got a big sign that uh made out of cardboard, right? We look like we sometimes the way sometimes homeless people who are banking look. But you know, not to disparage them. Mm. But you know, but we write in marker. You know, we live in an apartment, but this is we want. We, but here is candy for you. Or do we need to establish it more? I'm saying, I want to do... Why can't we do this? Why can't we just be a stop on the, on the candy uh, uh, route? You could, you could form... We could do this. We could form a, a candy express outside of the apartment buildings. I mean, maybe... I, I feel like we would need a, a more fun delivery system. I've ne- I mean, maybe I write could... on it. I've never been to jail. <laughs> I mean, I have been... Jail, well, not, not prison. That's an assurance. Not prison. You need that. Yeah. Um... But, you know, you could do... You I could won't put, try to touch you. <laughs> should, I, should I write that? That's maybe less assuring, but sure. Maybe just, maybe just write, no touch candy. <laughs> only thing they get in touch... But then they won't think they can touch the candy. All right, we write in big letters, only thing gets touched is candy by you. <laughs> that's like a big... Like, that's the headline of our, like, like lemonade stand. Picture a lemonade stand. <laughs> right. And it was like, two... Uh, it's like two apartment dudes now... Uh, candy from a. What do you call people in apartments? Candy from. Uh, tenement dwellers. Yes. 
That doesn't work, but yes. <laughs> we could How say, do we express this to people? I, I want, okay, I want, how about this? We fill, we get a bunch of uh, small balloons. Yes. And we fill them with jello. And, well, and, how do you fill a balloon with jello? And, and <laughs> we, uh, you know, well, we could kind of put the mix in there and then the water, and slowly it would consolidate into kind of jello substance, I assume. And then as the kids pass, we could kind of start throwing the balloons to them. And, and, this is like what you find when you autopsy like a, 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 an undocumented person, and like the, and what happened, and like you find a balloon inside them, and it's like it's, 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 it's got this weird jelly. Like, I've seen this. I've, I've literally seen this. You, we can't do that, Lucy. <laughs> I want to have a bunch of old candy. Not old, old candy. No, not old, but old time candy. I want to have uh, raisinets. Those were old, right? Yeah, um, those. Are, I think those are. Sort of old timey sugar daddies, but like, but set it up like that guy from the Willy Wonka movie with like I'm the candy man, but you said I'm wearing like a pin, like a color, like a candy stripe outfit, and I'm sweating, and I'm 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 wearing an ill-fitting suit, uh, or I'm in the costume, whatever. I'm wearing a garbage bag. How do, what's our like when we're, we're barking these kids down? How, how like you're a more personable person than that? How, how do we get these kids to take our candy? Well, I think it would be good if, okay, let's say we make it a challenge. Yeah. Because kids like a little challenge. You could dress up like. You're better than me. (laughs) Hey, Vin Diesel. He's dressed up like the Vin Diesel character. Hey, Vin Diesel, you think you're better than me? (laughs) No, you're not too furious. Now. Paul Walker's dead. You could dress up like Death Metal Batman. Okay. And be sort of guarding the candy. Ooh. I could go up to them in sort of like a, I don't know, a Pippi Longstockings costume. They're going to be calling me Fat Batman all day. <laughs> it's going to be nonstop. Hey, Fat Batman. Well, you, right. you lean into that. You yeah, lean into it's, it. It's just like, it's just repetitive at that point. If you could steal I'll be the Fat penguin. Batman's candy. Why can't you be the penguin? Then you'll be the king of Halloween or the queen of Halloween. You be Batman, I'll be the penguin. I'll start vomiting all over the like, <laughs> place. Like, you know, like, remember Batman Returns, how, how gross the penguin was? I'll, 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 I'll be spitting up bile, right? Yeah. And then we, and we yell at the kids like, you know, I bet, you're, I bet, you're, uh, I bet you wish you had our candy. <laughs> you do. And if they get it, yeah, then they get a little McDonald's crown. Hope you don't hope hope hope, hope nothing happens to your kids because you wouldn't give them candy. <laughs> hope they live through the night. <laughs> Is that, I mean, kind of, it's spooky. <laughs> yeah, I mean, more, more threatening than spooky, but sure. Take our candy, or we'll kidnap your kids. That's <laughs> a really really cute kid. Hope nothing happens to him. You want a sugar daddy? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh, I, I'm doing this for you. Yeah. Because I don't. I, when a kid comes to you, like dressed up like a like Superman or whatever, or a princess, and they're smiling and they're, and they're taking can, I feel nothing. Really? Yeah. You don't like seeing them in their little costumes. They're just greedy little pigs. And then you see, you get the good candy, and they see you have the good candy, and they're like, "Oh, it blows their minds." We don't have the. We want the good candy. But we would get the good candy, like the big bars. We're, we're going to be the big bar people, yeah, like the people could, who live on, like you know, in the rich towns. We could be the big bar. I people. once went trick or treating in a rich town, and they gave us big bars. But we're not. I guess we could afford that. Yeah, we could totally. I afford mean, it's it. not. It's not. It's not. It'll hurt. It's gonna put a dent in our savings, but we'll do it. We could get a, we could get a Sam's Club membership. What if we hand them, uh, like chocolate bunnies? 
That would like, be big surprising. chocolate. Like, what are we like? A, what if we hand out chocolate like like molds of me, <laughs> right? Like my like right. my like gun hands and and like. Can we make cup chocolate? Yeah. Can we, I, I, I don't want it to be good. That's actually, that's not a bad chocolate name. Cump. Cump. I just want, like, I want, I want, like, a, like a things shaped like my head. <laughs> that can, you know, pressure a kid or his parents to say, take this head of chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> What's a cump? And then shut up before the <laughs> spinner gets you. Uh, we're going to be hosting a... Uh, Thanksgiving this year, we just found out. Yeah. For my parents and my brother. You excited about that? Very. I'm a little concerned. Because we're in the middle of a food shortage, apparently. You know, there's, uh, there's, there's been discussion that, you know, you can't get turkeys. That you won't be able to get. I mean, I'm, I'm going to try and, you know, pre-order a turkey like it's a fucking pair of Yeezys. But I don't know if I'm going to get it. So we need to come up with... Uh, some, some some stuff we're gonna do for for Thanksgiving. We, we, you know, think outside the box. Mm. I, mean, I don't want to do like a you know a, a baked ziti. Uh, I don't want, you know I don't want to do my typical boiled ground meat. Um, what's something nice we could do? Mm. We could do um, we could do a, a sort of a we could do a ratatouille. What the hell is a ratatouille? I, I, a, I know it's a movie, but what is that? It's a vegetable dish. It's a nice kind of spirally vegetable dish with different vegetables. I'm working up to the main. I'm I'm starting with the sides. Think more. you never run out of zucchini. Think no, I, I don't like the track you're on. Think more chalupa. <laughs> chalupa. Yeah, something, <laughs> something more you know ethnic or, uh, or indigenous. No, look, chalupas are great. Nobody wants a chalupa on Thanksgiving. Chalupas are indigenous. I mean, isn't part of Thanksgiving being indigenous? Well, is it? Wait, chalupas are indigenous to the U.S.? I don't know. I mean... You thought they were like a... Mexican, you think? Yeah, I thought so. That's racist. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't have to be I mean, like... People, Italians make uh, you know, chicken cacciatore or turkey cacciatore, don't they? Yeah. So what can we do differently? We could get, a, we could get some ground chicken. I'm thinking and we... And sort of mash it into the mold of a... Of a or, or ground turkey and mash it into the mold of a turkey. What about Popeye's chicken? We, and we just grind up some Popeye's chicken, bone it all, into a kind of a slurry. And uh, we add some garnish. We add some avocados, because that's nice. And, uh, you know, because turkeys are, like, they're too big. We don't, you know, there's a thing. I don't know where these turkeys even come from, but the chickens, I feel like they're going to be more, more uh, populous. Right? Yeah. So we just, we just serve a slurry of... Uh, and cream spinach, maybe we'll mix some cream spinach into it. Mm, yeah, I don't know. Get some big slap bacon. Can we do bacon? Can we do a, a pork belly for Thanksgiving? Because mm. everyone's gonna be buying turkey. Maybe we just buy a pork belly. Yeah. We should probably just get everyone drunk. <laughs> we should do a drink. We do a drink game for my parents. Yes, we'll, for sure. What would, what, like? what would the drink game be? Um, we could do drink uh, if you have diabetes. <laughs> <laughs> You do flip cup with them, that'd be nice. Yeah, no, my, my mom would do flip cup. Yeah. Uh, should we get a stripper? <laughs> I, I, if there isn't going to be a turkey, then yes. Some man, a guy for you know, of course. Yeah. Big juicy cock, and he's just fucking waving around. Why not one each? One one guy, one cock for each of us. No, one guy. 
<laughs> one guy, one girl. Oh, okay. <laughs> Has anyone ever done that? The guy and girl combo? I think it's probably been done. And you, you, you suck one off and, and the other one's, you know, eating your ass. Is what we were picturing? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> what 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 what's what like, should we eat during dinner? We have this fucking guy pulling his cock out during dinner. <laughs> it is the plan. He comes out of the slurry. Well, like the way I, some strippers come out of a cake, he comes out of our, our Popeye's chicken slurry. Well, he, we don't we don't we don't have a vat that big, so he's. But well, we can get one. No, I mean. no, here's what we're gonna do. <laughs> we're gonna say, hey, everyone, close your eyes for a second. All right? right, we got a surprise, and then when they and then a few minutes seconds later we're gonna open them, and they're gonna be he's gonna still be doing it. He's gonna be this guy with his big cock hanging out, just dra- like ladling slurry the slurry onto his body. Mm. And you know, who, who who's hungry for 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 Thanksgiving cock slurry cock? <laughs> um, and I, I, I yell at him because like no, it's supposed to be slurry. You say not cock. That was the line I gave you. <laughs> Um. Yeah, I think it sounds nice. Yeah, just a fucking then the strip. Then you get two of them, right? And they start fucking each other while we're eating. We're mm. stuffing our faces. <laughs> These two people are having sex, and then he's he's, he's yelling at her, mm. and we, we're starting to get concerned because, like, you know, they, I'm like, like, he's going like, "Shut the fuck up!" You know, I'll, I'll, like, you know, uh, don't don't be such a fucking whiny bitch. And I'm, I'm looking at you, going like, "Do they know each other? Is that cool? Should I should I step in here?" <laughs> And, and then he's like, and then she's like, you ain't shit. This dick ain't shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, well, this is, is this part of the, like, the gimmick or they, and then, and then he's just fucking, you know, and they come, it's great. Mm. <laughs> I don't know. What the hell are we talking about? <laughs> All right. Uh, you got anything to plug? Uh, no, you. Well, yes, you do. Yeah, I mean, look, you get the Patreon extra episode every week. You sign up, uh, the link's in the description. And uh, you know they come out. They, the, this comes out Monday. The Patreon comes out Saturday. So if you want to sign up, do that. Uh, whatever. Have a great week. <laughs>